When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia. No Mike Molino on tonight's set of episodes. Instead, it's just me and Marv Zahn. All right, Marv. I mean, Patriots, they got a win. First time we can say that in a few weeks. They beat the Bengals. Pretty crappy team. Uh, poor, dude, poor Joe Burrows. That poor guy. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Wins the Heisman. He's gonna be. I didn't. I didn't see who actually gave hey, it to man. him. Man, you can't say poor Joe Burr. He's about to make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But the Bengals are slowly becoming the new Browns. Although the Browns are kind of staying the same as the Browns because the Browns. Right. The Browns are still the Browns. The Browns still suck. But that poor Joe Burrows. He got. I, I don't know who it was, but somebody handed him a Bengals helmet over the weekend, and he looked like the. <laughs> he looked like the kid who got the avocado for Christmas in that famous vine. He was like, "Oh, oh thanks, appreciate it." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Patriots. They beat the Bengals. Looked a little tough in the beginning, but as the game went along, they they broke it open. But Tom Brady again did not look great. We're having this conversation after every single week. Instead, a name that you've seen labeled to him a lot over these past couple weeks, and especially after yesterday's game or Sunday's game, game manager. Tom Brady against the Bengals this past Sunday, 15 for 29, 128 yards, two touchdowns, zero turnovers, zero interceptions. So, Marv, can the Patriots continue to win for the remainder of the season and in the postseason with Tom Brady playing the same exact way, essentially just being the team's game manager? History has shown, Nick, that, yes, the Patriots can go as far into the Super Bowl with a quarterback as a game manager. Now, can— 2001. 2001, right? Brady Brady was a game manager in 2001, maybe even in um, 2003, you could say that. Or you look at, um, recently, the Denver Broncos with a shot Peyton Manning. That team was horrible. There was a point where Brock Osweiler had to come in and play quarterback for a little bit. That team bit. was bad. Bad. That offense was bad. But they were still able to make it to the Super Bowl and then beat the Carolina Panthers. So history has shown us, yes, that you can have a quarterback as a game manager and continue to um, go as far as possible as, as in the Super Bowl. However, Tom Brady cannot be completing 50% of his throws. 128 yards, and expect to win a game. Like he needs to be a little better than that. That's not even game manager status. That's his poor. past five games. Past five games. Percent. Fifty-one percent. For those who don't know, that's bad. Not that, good. <laughs> that's, really not good. That's that's really that's really poor from your quarterback. You can't be you can't be completing 50 percent of your throws. Yes, he can still be a game manager. But we need you need the completions to be sixty five at least sixty five percent I would say, and that's what a game manager is someone who's not going to 60. lose you the game sixty <laughs> we're begging for sixty someone who's not going to lose you the game who's going to you know keep the offense going when need be, and then you're Tom Brady, you're the clutches, the greatest quarterback of all time you've seen it all. I believe that this team could advance, but Brady's going to need to play better 
All right, before I give my answer, guys, football and basketball season, they're in full swing, baby. Celtics pretty good. You know, apparently they struggle on the road against winning teams, but that's a discussion for a different show. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You guys can even bet on wild prop bets. Who will make the college football playoff and who will be the NFL MVP? Get the fastest two market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag today on your mobile device or join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Again, that is CLNS50. Betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, so you're right. The Patriots have done this before. They've gone to Super Bowls. They've won Super Bowls with what is essentially a game manager. And yeah, look at the history. Peyton Manning, you brought up the Broncos. That's a perfect example. That's all Peyton was that year. Peyton was throwing ducks. Peyton was throwing ducks. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of people look at Peyton Manning's final year and they look at Tom Brady's year this year because a lot of people are saying Tom Brady's done. Tom Brady looks much better than Peyton Manning. Yeah, did I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen that type of digression from from Brady. Oh my God, he was so bad that season. And Brady, Brady, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good, but he doesn't look that bad. He doesn't look right. Peyton Manning 2015 bad. If I got the year correct there, but the problem is the AFC right now. I don't think that you can make it to the Super Bowl. Because I think you can make it through these next two games as a game manager. But making it to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to play two, potentially three, depending on how you look at the Houston Texans. You're going to have to play probably two high-flying offenses. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens especially, just looking at them, that offense looks unstoppable right now. Looks unbeatable. Lamar Jackson is making his name stapled into the NFL right now. You're not going to make it to the Super Bowl by only scoring 16, 20, 22 points. I can't imagine in the AFC Championship game, especially if the, if the Patriots make it that far, especially if the Patriots have to go to Baltimore, which they're probably going to have to if they make it that far. I can't imagine seeing Lamar Jackson and the Ravens only putting up 25 points. I'll even give them 25 points. I can't imagine that. Right. As a, I don't think the Patriots can make it to the Super Bowl with Tom Brady being a game manager. The AFC is just too stacked with loaded offenses. Well, another thing, though, that uh, I forgot to mention, look, you just you just laid it out, right? It's not going to be an easy road with even as a game manager how Brady's playing. But also the defense needs to play unbelievable. They're going to have the, to play this, out of and, their ass. In this stretch of games right here, they're going to be, like you said, no mistakes, Turnovers, as they've been doing, special teams has to commit turnovers, block punts. You need that to be sustainable throughout. And is that possible? From what I've seen, I think it is possible. I think that this defense can really go on and make turnovers. They've been doing it every game. Yes, they had an Andy Dalton. I don't think you're going to get four interceptions in a game. <laughs> I doubt that's going to happen. But if you you can get one or two, that can change the whole game. You we've seen them. They're so good with their hands and strip sacking. They're so good at blocking the punt. One of those things can really change the game. And you give him when you give Brady good field position, you know, he's able to at least put in six half the time. 
So I think that this defense will need to play unbelievable as they've been doing, be turnover turnover heavy, and they have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is the red zone. The red zone's been a problem all season long. They've yeah. ranked in the bottom half of the league mostly the entire season, especially since we've seen that this offense has a pretty big kryptonite, and that's, <laughs> I mean, most of the offense, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't want to sugarcoat it. The only guy that's been impressive all season has really been Joe Tooney at that's left it. guard. That's Everybody it. else has had their own gaggle of issues, right down and to Tom Brady. Due, and he's due to get paid, too. He's due to get paid. I mentioned that today on Twitter. Joe Tooney, the way he's playing right now, he's going to get a massive contract that the Patriots are not going to want to spend next year. Uh, You have no choice. But game manager, man, it's it's not going to happen this year if Tom Brady doesn't improve, if this offense doesn't improve. They're going to have to be better. He's going to have to be more than a game manager if they're going to want to get into the Super Bowl this year. Right. I mean, obviously, there's other things wrong with this offense. But right now, specifically, we're just talking about game managing and that will be able to help throughout. And the offense needs a lot of work, but Tom Brady needs to be playing better as well. Yeah. And and you brought up the defense earlier. The defense is going to have to be close to that 2015 Denver Broncos team because, again, these AFC teams, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and occasionally – a lot of the time, the Houston Texans. They're going to have to play tough defense. I think they'll. I think if they do play the Ravens again in the postseason, they're going to have a better game than they did the first time. I think they're, they usually play better defensively the second time around. I think that they would play better against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, but I still see them putting up minimum 25 points. And, it, and it's funny about that Ravens team. Like I want to agree with you, Nick. I really do. But that, the offense has gotten worse since the Ravens game. It hasn't gone better. Like the offense wasn't bad at the Ravens game. You oh no, they were still undefeated. We were like, we were like, damn, this <laughs> <Right>. game's good. <laughs> like the, the offense wasn't bad. Let's not forget, you made turnovers during that game that helped the Ravens win that. So a lot has changed from the Ravens side of the football field and from our side of the football field. <laughs> that Ravens team is not the same team either. Once they beat you guys, their head got big. They've been playing with the supreme confidence and smacking everyone inside ever since they beat the Patriots. So it's going to be two different teams on that field. All right, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvazan. No Mike Molino this week, just me and Marv. Okay, so Patriots, they beat the Bengals this past Sunday, snapped that two-game skid they had. Have not looked great, especially offensively. The defense has still looked spectacular, but offensively, the team is not good right now. But let's talk about something off the field. Something that some people are calling Spygate 2. A lot of us, most of us, all of us remember Spygate 1. Now we're here, Spygate 2.0. So you guys already know all the details by this point. The Patriots had independent contractors caught videotaping the Cincinnati Bengals sideline from the press box at First Energy Stadium, uh, the Cleveland Browns Stadium. They were caught filming the Bengals sideline. Uh, security came over. Bengals staff came over, stopped them. The NFL security then stepped in. They turned over the video. So, again, recording the Bengals sideline sounds a lot like Spygate, the first version. Those, a piece of that film came out. It was, about eight, it was an eight-minute clip overall. About a minute of that clip came out, and it included the – the Patriots staff or the, spa- the the independent contractor filming for the Patriots included him talking to the security team. And it was, it was an interesting back and forth, but we now have seen the footage. 
So, Marv, now seeing the footage, what do you think? Does this footage in this video coming out overall with the commentary included, does this help the Patriots case or does this hurt the Patriots case? What oh, Nick, Nick, it's bad. It's bad, Nick. You can't. There's no. There's no way other other way to put it other than it's bad. I was watching that video and all I could do was cringe the whole time because of the audio outside of the video that you're watching. Once you you're watching the video, obviously, it's clearly recording the sidelines, right? The coaches, the players, whatnot, and then you hear the guy and and. He's starting to make up an excuse all about the scout, the advanced scout, and, and the security guard's like, nah, the advanced scout was not That security <laughs> guard was the pompous <laughs> The security guard wasn't having it because he knew. Security guard in the back of his head said, oh, I got something now. I got something. <laughs> he acted like he was the hero of the NFL. Yep. It was, a, it was a phrase he used. He was like, the damage is already done. And he was <laughs> yep. like, I he laughed. Him punching his fist. <laughs> like, oh, man, he laughed, you guys like, are buried. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at first we come out, we hear that this guy is what an independent contractor. He's not really part of the Patriots team. The next thing you find out, this guy is an 18 year veteran, part of craft production, and he's acting like, and he's saying he didn't know he could do this. All of a sudden, he's apologizing. The next, hey, my bad. We can just delete this. Just delete it, as if if you delete it, it'll all go away. And nothing happened. It doesn't look good. There's obviously some type of intent does that mean bill belichick said hey buddy go down there and start recording i need to no doesn't mean that but obviously something that was not supposed to be filmed was filmed and one of the patriots guys was trying to cover it up and say hey we can delete it and move on nothing to see here i mean i'm surprised he didn't grease his hand I'm surprised you didn't bring out a couple of Jackson. It was like, hey, buddy, this is $60, all I got right now. I can PayPal you later, but let's keep this Let's keep this on the down low. That's how it sounded. It didn't sound good at all. So this guy released a statement. On December 18th, I was doing what I have done for more than 18 years, working to produce high-quality content that tells the unique behind-the-scenes story of people, players, and the organization. It never occurred to me that my actions and in in the actions of my crew would be misconstrued. Our department was charged with completing four do-your-job segments before the end of the year. One of the segments was to follow a pro scout throughout his week to show the audience what this job entails. <laughs> so he describes what they were doing there. Last paragraph, at this point, I went to the bathroom. This is when the when uh, the Cincinnati Bengals staffer and the NFL security came over to speak to him. Right. He says, at this point, I went to the restroom. When I came back, my cameraman was told to stop shooting for some, by someone from the NFL, and he was joined by two others from the Bengals organization and an additional NFL security person. We stopped shooting immediately when asked to do so and cooperated fully. We had a detailed exchange about who who we were and why we were there and what they wanted us to do. I gave the Sony SXS card to NFL security and com complied with their request, packed up and went home. I had no intent to provide footage to football operations. I did not provide my footage and I was never asked to do so. So that's where we're at now with this. Look, that is, that sounds to me like a man who, was very nervous. I agreed with you. I do think there was some sort of intent. And when you listen to the voice, when you listen to him speak, there appeared to be some sort of intent. But I just can't imagine that intent in that direction came from football operations, came from Bill Belichick. Right. Ernie Adams, you never know. <laughs> you know, Ernie Adams is, is, a, is a strange character. You never know. But I just can't imagine that football operations, Bill Belichick, the Patriots, 
actually had told this guy, look, go get some footage. If you get caught, this is what you're going to say. I just can't imagine they'd be that stupid. And especially with the fact that this guy was wearing Bruin's coat, a Bruin's jacket up there. believe it? It just doesn't make any sense. But then again, unfortunately, this is where we are, Nick. We've lost all benefit. Well, the Patriots, I can't say we. I would never do something like this. But the (laughs) Patriots have lost all benefit of the doubt when it comes to this because, hey, you had the Flake Gate a couple years ago. You had the Spy Gate 12 years ago. You know, you are the most hated NFL team in the league. You have no benefit of the doubt. You have to, you got to play as safe as possible. And this is just another issue where, look, Patriots are going to get fined. I don't know if it's going to get to draft picks. I mean, you mentioned I don't it, Nick. think I don't think it's going to. You mentioned that it's it, we just saw a snippet of the 8-minute clip. We don't know what else is shown in that 8-minute clip. What else is being said? You know, the NFL's obviously investigating, but you say you don't think it's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if you you see a a, a draft pick being lost here. All right, before we keep going with this topic, guys, football and basketball season, they're in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner in dumb, dumb losers, straight bet parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You guys can even bet on wild prop bets. Who's going to be the NFL MVP? Get the fastest two market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline today on your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50. That is CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. The biggest thing here, I think, in this video that came from this video that you can take away is the way that this guy seemed incredibly nervous. He <laughs> sounded like a guy who was caught. But yep. as far as the film goes on the field, Marv, it's exactly what we were told it was. It, it's, it, that part doesn't change anything for me. We were told that it was film of the Bengals sideline from the press box. As far as I saw, that was all that film, that video was. I don't, I'm not backing the Patriots here by any means. Did they screw up? Yeah. Whoever you send up there, you have to make sure that they're not going to do anything stupid. But is it a little strange that this guy says that he's been working for 18 years and he doesn't know not to film the sideline with the New England Patriots press pass around your neck? Funny business, Nick. Funny business, man. And this guy, you said 18 years. Spygate was 12 years ago. So he he was around. He was around for the Spygate era. He He knows what's up. And whether it, like you mentioned, oh, we, we knew about that. That will, that's what was said, you know, the sideline, you still can't do that. It's still a violation. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's not, you, you weren't supposed to do it. And now it seems like you did it on purpose. It wasn't accidental. He's he's giving you the intent in his statement. He's telling, and he's telling them what the intent was. We're trying to get this as a perspective of what the scout sees, because this was supposed to be the do your job portion of, uh, advanced scouting. So this guy says that he's trying to get the perspective of what a scout sees through binoculars. Okay. Um, but the fact of the matter is, if you don't know that you can't do this, you are just one stupid person. You yeah. are just one moron. I feel like that's one of the major things they say before you go out there. Hey, do not film the sidelines. That's what they should be saying. And if they didn't say that, if they don't, if they're not clear cut on that, 
Well, then that's on the Patriots. I Again, yeah. though, I just can't imagine the Patriots would be this stupid. If I'm the Bengals, am I pissed off? Yeah, I'll be pissed off about that, right? Because you said it, the Patriots don't have a leg to stand on. They've done this in the past. I mean, they didn't have a guy dressed up as a photographer on the field this time, but I'm, they've done this in the past. If I'm the Bengals, I'm pissed off because it's like, we're one dude, in twelve, dude. I'm one, <laughs> dude. I'm one in twelve. What, what the hell you want from me? <laughs> what else do you want from me? Why would you want an advantage over me? Yeah, you guys were going to beat the piss out like, of us. Why do you got? You want more points? Leave us alone. <laughs> Stephon Gilmore too. Not really something. I mean, he he jumped that route yesterday, but I think after the game, he said something like, "I knew that route was coming." Not <laughs> don't not the time it's, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marv Zahn. All right, so the Patriots beat the Bengals this past Sunday. First game, first win in a few weeks. So they go into the worst team in the NFL. I want to say beat the piss out of them, but it wasn't just, it wasn't an easy game. The offense was okay. Tom Brady, game manager-like is the word that's being tossed around. 15 for 29, 128 yards, two touchdowns. Something that could get you excited. The run game, 174 yards on the ground. Two jet sweeps from Nikhil Harry. But you also got to go back and remember, the Bengals are the worst rush defense in the NFL. Okay, so not trying to not yeah. trying to put a damper there on that number. but uh, It's a damper, all right. The Bengals suck. <laughs> if these guys stink at football. So I'm not going to really look too heavily into that number. But after from what you saw, you needed that kind of jump from the Patriots offense. Marv, do you feel any better about the Patriots offense after this past Sunday's win over the Bengals? And with that, Nikhil Harry had a touchdown. Uh, what was it? Two receptions. Okay, two carries, 22 yards, two catches, 15 yards, one touchdown on a broken play. Tom Brady had a lot of time in the pocket there. So attached to this question, too, is Nikhil Harry's continued development going to be key for the Patriots offense to get better this late in the season. This offense showed me nothing last week or against the Bengals. Showed me showed me absolutely. I, honestly, I think suck. They, they're they good, Nick. What did you <laughs> You just read Brady's stats against the Cincinnati Bengals. 15 for 29, 128 yards. The highest reception leader was James White with three. Is Philip Dorsett on this team anymore, by the way? Dorsett has disappeared. Jacoby Myers, is he alive? Jacoby Myers is cleaning everyone's cars right now. <laughs> he's he's no longer a part of the team. He's broken everyone's hearts. I mean, let's be serious for a second. This offense wasn't good. Yes, you were able to run against the team. You're supposed to be able to run against this team. They're the worst running defense. I so, should be able to run against this team. Sony Michelle went 19 carries for 89 yards. Am I supposed to jump out of my seat for that? Cause he went for 89 yards and that's one of his better games. No, um, that's doesn't, that doesn't excite me. Rex Burkhead. He had that nice run at the end of the game when the game was already finalized. That doesn't excite me. So nothing about the run game was too exciting for me because you're facing one of the worst teams. I'm sorry if I sound like a Debbie Downer. Offensively throwing the ball, Brady missed a bunch of throws against the Bengals. A bunch of throws. It was bad. Offensive line, horrid. The Bengals were able Except to for get Joe Tooney. Except for Joe Tooney. You, you talk about the um, touchdown that Brady threw to Nikhil Harry. 
95% of that was Joe Tooney. Tooney was bodying somebody. Nope, Joe Tooney was holding it down. But the offensive line is getting more and more concerning to me. Isaiah Wynn's addition hasn't really improved he's that much. Okay. He's been He's been all right. He's been he's helped in the running game, I'd say. But the passing game, it's, it hasn't been great. So the offensive line is still not there. And what was the most concerning thing, and maybe we can put it up to injury, Brady and Edelman don't look in sync. No. That's the one. That's where you need to have a pause. Brady and Edelman, if there's anything wrong with this offense, you should be like, okay, at least Brady knows that he can find Edelman whenever on a third down. They didn't look good at all together. Brady looked for Edelman a couple times. They didn't look like they were on the same page. I understand Edelman's battling, battling an injury, but this during this game, one because Bengals don't have the personnel, and they but they weren't doubling Edelman. You would you would have thought this would have been a game to get Edelman going. It just didn't work out. Like I said, offensively, the leading reception leader was James White with three. That should tell you everything about this offense. You know I who number two was? Matt uh, Lacoste. Lacoste, and he had what three as well, right? I think it was three. I think three it was three. Yeah, was Lacoste, White, and um, Edelman with three receptions each. And Lacoste, don't get me started on that guy because he can't block for who I almost cussed. <laughs> but he the, can't block at all. The worst blocker <laughs> yeah. of all time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Where's I think he might have tackled Sony Michelle at one point. He did. He did. He had his own butt tackle himself. Matt Lacoste stinks at blocking. Anyways, I like I you brought him up. I lost my train of thought. I was going to say so. Oh, Nikhil Harry. Finally, it, you're watching the game. You're like, duh. Utilize him for what he's good for. Utilize his ability. Yes, he had a couple of drops in the rain against the Eagles. Let's stop punishing these guys and start utilizing what Brady has. I'm glad that he got he caught that um, touchdown. I hope that continues, you know, building up his confidence and he can be an asset during this during you know this stretch, this final stretch. We're going into the playoffs here, and so these two these two weeks are going to be huge. If Nikhil can really you know ramp up his his playing time and ramp up his production, I think that'll be huge for the Patriots. I like seeing him in the jet sweeps. That adds another dimension that he can add to this team. So, so. As you were talking, I'm trying to look up a couple tweets from Mike Giardi, uh, NFL Network. So he did, huh? Was ignoring me. It's okay. <laughs> so he did. He did report that, and you brought up Edelman and Brady. He did report that Julian Edelman uh, tended in the left leg, uh, tended in his left leg. Edelman is fighting a couple injuries too, including that shoulder. And then you also look at Tom Brady, who might have an elbow injury. He's reporting that he is. Tom Brady said this morning on the Greg, the Greg Hill Show on WEEI. That he was fine, he felt great, but as you already pointed out in the comments, he feels great, obviously, when he's not throwing a football, when I mean, he's doing a radio I, interview. I'll tell you this, Brady's going to feel great as long as he's trying to push that TB12 method. It doesn't matter if he has a broken arm, <laughs> he's going to say he feels great. It would be horrible marketing. and he, Yeah, right, he needs, I mean, totally off topic, he needs to continue yeah. to play healthy because TB12 method out the friggin' window if it doesn't. Oh. Um, okay, before we move on, though, football and basketball season full swing right now. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or pro ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You can even bet on wild prop bets. Who will be the NFL's MVP? Probably Lamar Jackson. 
Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, BetOnline.ag. Head over to BetOnline today on your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so do I feel better about this offense? I, Marv, you said it perfect. No, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't feel this is like you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. And frankly, you didn't look that great doing it. Nope. Again, 174 yards, your best asset was your running game for the first time probably at all this season. 174 yards, they are ranked the worst rush defense in the NFL. So am I supposed to be excited about that? No, not necessarily. Tom Brady still did not look that good. A lot of people are giving him flack for that first pass that he tried. I looked back, I rewatched the game. I think that ball was tipped. I missed that initially. They didn't show a replay. I think that first ball was tipped, so I'm not going to give him too much on that. But then there was the throw at Sony Michelle's knees. Some people, I mean, Sony Michelle, should he have caught that? Potentially. It yeah. would have been a good catch. But Brady also has to get that more up. That couldn't have been a more easy target for him, a more easy touchdown. Now, a couple of plays later, he does throw the Nikhil. I believe that's the same series. It is. Does throw the Nikhil Harry touchdown, which brought everybody up a little bit. But, I mean, Brady, you got to get that ball up in Sony Michelle. With Nikhil Harry, though, Nikhil Harry has to be more involved in this offense. Because like I said last week on one of last week's episodes, the only difference that's been added with this team that can get better at this point, I think, is Nikhil Harry. He was the only difference, the only addition to this offense. This offense has not been good for a majority of the season, especially after the Baltimore Ravens game. Once they got good competition, they have not looked that good. Tom Brady has not looked that good. The only addition, the only thing that can get better is Nikhil Harry as he gets more involved because he's only played a few games. As he gets more involved, as Josh McDaniels puts him more into the game plan like he said he would last week, and then we saw that this week, initially right off the bat, first series jet sweep. Had another jet sweep in the second quarter. Obviously has two receptions, one for a touchdown. He's getting him more involved in the offense. If this offense is going to get at all better, Nikhil Harry is going to have to be more involved. Nikhil Harry is going to have to be, get more playing time. He's going to have to be targeted more. Because if he's not, we're going to see a lot more of the same, Mark, than, than what we've been seeing with this Patriots offense. Than yeah. bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Buffalo Bills is not going to be an easier task. This is a better defense. So Josh McDaniels, another guy we, we don't really talk about when we talk about this offense struggling. He needs to, he needs to play you know, call better plays. He needs to be better himself this time. <laughs> he get good at his job. Yeah, this, he, just, he needs to be better. He needs to be better. You got to see what you have and utilize your strengths. Like, I was happy to see Nikhil Harry on Jet Sweep because that will work. That's what he does. He's good at breaking tackles. So use that. So hopefully the Bills are, are a good test. And then you get who? The Miami Dolphins to end off the year? Yeah. The Dolphins, you got to smack the hell out of the Dolphins before you enter that playoffs. Well, so the Bills next week, the Bills next Sunday, or actually, no, Saturday. they play on Saturday, don't they? Yep. The Bills on Saturday, they're going to be a legitimate test. It's going to be completely different from this past week. If the Patriots put up numbers against the Buffalo Bills offensively, then I'll look at that and be like, okay, they're improving. But I'm not going to look at this Bengals team and be like, okay, the Patriots put up a good at 34 points on them. They're back. Well, actually, one of those was a defensive touchdown, too. Uh, they put up whatever 34 minus 7 is not good at math. I'm not going to be excited about that at all. I hear that, man. I hear that. All right. This is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. We got a little bonus episode with some news that came on Monday. Josh Gordon 
suspended from the NFL indefinitely per Adam Schefter. Here's the tweet. NFL has suspended Josh Gordon indefinitely, currently on the Seattle Seahawks, for violating the league's policies on performance substances and substances of abuse. So Josh Gordon suspended again. It's tough. It's tough being a Patriots fan knowing that this is what happened because there was so much anger built up, but it makes sense now. There was so much anger built up with Patriots fans because Tom Brady not having a lot of weapons. People were saying, why get rid of Josh Gordon? At least if he's not producing the way you want him to, at least he has a relationship, a rapport with Tom Brady. Maybe I'm going to assume that the Patriots knew this at this point. I'm assuming that Bill Belichick had this information. Right. And this is why they let the team let let Josh or Gordon sus- go. or suspicious of something, or they were suspicious. There were there were reports, there were rumors that he wasn't that he was late to meetings, not answering his phone, whatever. Right. I'm gonna assume the Patriots had this, but I mean, Marv, just from like a personal perspective, I feel bad for the guy. Like the guy has demons that he cannot shake. He got this is his fifth suspension, Mark. Yeah, fifth, and clearly. And it sucks. Like you said, this is so sad. And clearly he's improving somehow. You know, he's starting to seem like he's lasting a little bit. But this is a bad one. You go through something like this. This is mental illness and addiction. Addiction is a battle. And and he's he's falling. And sometimes he does fall. And he gets caught. And I don't want to hear about him in football and nothing like that. I don't care about anything about him in athletics. I just want the man to be better. I want him to get well. I pray for his well-being that he gets whatever whatever he needs. I don't know what he what it is, but whatever he needs, I hope he he can find that and you know, find happiness with and continue to move on with his life cuz it's sad, man. It's sad to see a man who's been fighting, who who seems to be loved everywhere he goes, you know, well respected. He seemed like he was in such a good place earlier this year when he was yeah. with the Patriots. Yeah, she sure did. And, you know, following him on social media, he says he he just looks like a really nice guy. And you you root for someone like that. So it's unfortunate to hear that, once again, he's failed. And this failure sound, sounds like it's, some, it's something heavy, man. Yeah. They said, um, what, substance uh, enhancing and substance of abuse? Like, yeah. they combined it. So it looked like he... He really tumbled b- big time. So I think his football career is over. I'm just hoping that, you know, he can get well. I'm not tolerating anybody calling this guy a bum, anybody, you know, trying to trying to damage his name for a battle that he's going through. This is real. This is what happens in life. You know, a lot of families are going through this, and Josh Gordon is just another case, and we should treat it as such. All right, real quick, guys. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or pro ball. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or teaser way. Through the entire season, you guys can even bet on wild prop bets. Who's going to be the NFL MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to BetOnline today on your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so once the Patriots let him go, do you think that the Seahawks had any inclination why the Patriots might have done that? Because it shocked a lot of people. It shocked 
everybody. You bring in Mohamed Sanu, and then you immediately let go of Josh Gordon. There was a lot of talk when they brought in Sanu. Everybody was like, great, you've got Sanu now, and you've got Josh Gordon. And then almost simultaneously, Josh Gordon's gone. Do you think the Seahawks had any inclination? They had to have been suspicious. The New England Patriots, you know, a team of high regard had let let's go Josh Gordon. So obviously I, I feel like the Seahawks did their due diligence. You know, they get, made sure he could pass his physical. They obviously had to have tested him prior to make sure he was clean. They interviewed him, of course, and everything must have seemed like it was OK. So they brought him in. But obviously, knowing his past, I know the Seahawks, you know, they were suspicious. I'm guess Seahawks look like they have a great program over there, too. I'm guessing they they were going to provide him any type of help that he it seemed needed. Like, it seemed like the best second landing spot. Yeah, yeah. Seahawks, from from the outside looking in, they look like they have a great organization as well. So I, I know that Josh Gordon was going to be well taken care of outside of football if he needed any type of help or resources of that nature. So... I'm I'm saying Nick that they did their due diligence when bringing Josh Gordon in, and they found that he he would last throughout the season. It's just I brought up the early persona Josh Gordon really put on for the media. He looked again like he was healthy. He looked like he was in the right state of mind. He was smiling. He was more articulate really than he ever than he was last year and the year before. He was much more art or no, just last year, right? Just last year. He was much more articulate. He seemed like he was in the right frame of mind. It looked like he was healthy in the Patriots program was working, but you battled addiction and it's, it's something that's just gonna, it's, it's tough. Some people think you can just break it. You can't just break it. And, and clearly Josh Gordon is the prime example. Now, as far as the NFL goes, I don't see him getting another chance I don't see the NFL letting him back in. If he does get clean again and wants to come back into the league, the NFL is going to look at this and be like, Josh, this was time number five. This was their fifth try. Suspended indefinitely, I don't see him getting another shot. I really don't. Another thing is, Nick, even if the NFL were to allow him to come back to the league, from what he's displayed this year, talent-wise, and from all of the suspensions that you say, are teams going to give him a shot to yeah, even play for his different. team? You know, it's it's now he's not any younger anymore. He he's had all of these mishaps with the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know if teams are going to be running after him anymore, even if he were to be allowed into this league. Yeah, you're right, because that that's actually something I didn't even think about, because when the Patriots picked him up, it still looked like he was that Josh Gordon that you knew from a few years ago. Right. He didn't really put on a display of being that guy anymore this year when he was with the Patriots. I mean, he made a spectacular catch on Sunday that oh, everybody man. saw on Twitter, but he he hasn't looked like that guy who would be – that the team would be like, okay – we can hope that he's going to be okay through this process. Let's bring him in. It doesn't look like he's that guy anymore. Yeah, I mean, you look just yes. Last night I was ranting on the Patriots post game show. What the hell happened to Josh Gordon? Why he's not on this team? And know what pissed me off is Mohamed Sanu dropped that fourth down pass. You go on Twitter and all of a sudden you see Josh Gordon. Yeah, it was immediately right <laughs> at the simultaneously. So the new drops a pass and then you go on Twitter and you see Josh um, Josh Gordon leaping for a fifty eight yard catch. So it was like, damn, why is he not on this team? But obviously, Patriots, once again, that, that's what's going to be the word. Oh, Bill Belichick saw saw something ahead and he avoided it. So, you know, at this point, it doesn't really matter. It's, you just pray for this man's well-being. 
I had this guy from uh, he's he's a sports editor at the Eagle Tribune. He retweeted he retweeted my tweet from yesterday about Josh Gordon, and now I've just got all these people in my in my mentions just tagging old takes old takes exposed, just just being real. You're bullying me online. They're being mean. <laughs> They're being mean. Tweets not age well. Suspended again. Uh, old uh, takes exposed. Let me give this the old fashioned retweet. <laughs> it hasn't been great. <laughs> All right, guys, that was another CLNS Media Patriots roundtable. Nick Qualia, Marvin Zahn. Well, one thing, Nick, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I got to say happy holidays, man. I won't be seeing you no more. Patriots yeah. roundtable family and you. Happy holidays. Happy New Year's. I'll be back for the playoffs. Yeah, we're going to be without Mar for a little while. We're going to have, I'm going to assume, some rotating guests. Just could be me and Mike. Uh, maybe we're going to see the return of Brianna for a little bit. Maybe for the entire time. Who knows? But, yeah, Marv, you're going to be missed. Back for the yeah, playoffs. We'll I'm, see. I'm going to miss you guys, but I'll be back. I'll be, be, the pa- Patriots, need to, Patriots need to handle business, though, so I don't miss a playoff game. They need to win these two games so they have the bye week, so I'm good. I didn't really miss nothing. It could be it could be a totally new team. We could be talking about an <laughs> offense that just seems elite again. Jacoby Myers could be the next big stud of that's, this team. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping to go back to the motherland and you know spread some some nice good juju on the Patriots and they switch things up here. All right, CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualley and Marvazan. Uh I don't know what's gonna be going on with the Patriots post game show now. Um maybe just Mike Molino, but catch the CLNS Media Patriots post-game show after every single Patriots game. Again, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, guys, thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time.